Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Topic of conversation today is how should you actually make your show? Should you pitch it or should you launch it? That says right there. Let me explain what I mean by that for those that don't quite get the concept. Typically in the podcasting space and the way that it's been most of the time, like 99 point infinity. Okay, it's a stretch has been that a podcast producer with an idea just produces and just launches the show. Got an idea, doesn't matter. Audio drama, interview talk show, investigative reporting, they just go launch a program. They just say, I want to do this, and they do it. And I hope that never changes. I hope there is always an opportunity where someone with an idea and a microphone and a little bit of research online just goes and launches their own show. But that's not the only way that a show can be made live. There's also the pitch. A lot of shows that you see out there were actually pitches before they were podcast. And that means someone is pitching to someone else, probably to help fund the show, maybe to get actors or other talent resources, maybe to get some sort of services like, like script writing, who knows what it is. But they need some backing behind them. So instead of just doing it on their own, they are going to typically a platform, sometimes a network. Platform, I mean using technology. Or a network, not necessarily, but you want to be a part of that audience. Both are valid ways to get a show out there. But back, back to the pitch for a moment. So once the show has been pitched, they likely will, if, if in fact you make it past that round, whoever is the gatekeeper of that particular platform or network or whatever, if they like your idea, they will say, great, go produce a pilot. Maybe that's a single episode. Maybe that's a series of three episodes. Maybe it's even more than that, but that's the maybe it's a trial program they put you on. But if you are selected, then you typically get some resources. Now, those resources, as I mentioned a moment ago, can span a wide variety of options. Um, money is always good, but what is the money being used for? I guess it could be so you could, and I'll say the evil words, quit your day job. Or it could be money in the form of promotion. So that you have a chance of breaking into a top spot somewhere. It could be, again, the services that are needed and are required. It could be editing services. It could be production services. It could be a lot of services that you can get once your show has been picked and pitched up. Pick, pitched and then picked up. I think I got that backwards. 
So which one is right for you? Well, I will tell you this. If you want to make a blockbuster hit, chances are a pitch will get you there faster. It's just the way that it works. That's how television shows become hits. They're pitched first. Movies become hits. They're pitched first. Books become hits. They are pitched first. They are pitched to an organization that has the resources that you don't. And that with the resources of that behind you, then the creator is able to do something larger. Not necessarily better, but larger, more professional than they were able to before. Okay? But every independent producer out there, most independent producers out there, aren't going to get selected. Because when you pitch, you're applying for scarce resources. Whatever those resources are. You are applying for those resources. If you're pitching, somebody else is pitching. Several somebody's else's are pitching. So you're all in competition. It's a zero-sum game for those resources. Someone's going to win, someone's going to lose. A lot of people are going to lose. And a handful are going to win. So for most indie producers today, pitching isn't really an option because their chances of success is pretty low. I guess it's an option, but it's not the greatest chance of success. You would be better served today if you have an idea just to do it, just to start, just to launch, just to do it on your own. That's the way it goes for indie, indie booksellers. For the longest time, up until around the middle aughts, late aughts, publishers of books or writers, authors, had an option to either get an agent or hope somebody would at a at a book publishing company would take pity on them by bidding in the slush pile or then faded into a, uh into obscurity a handful of small places might actually publish it but there was no independent publishing to speak of on an extremely small scale podcasting is different the model is flipped on its head and there are many more independently produced podcasts than there are pitched Podcast, podcast with some sort of backing behind them. Now, of course, the book industry has also flipped recently. You know, started out the other way, where it was all pitched products and a handful of indies, and then I think it was last year, the year before last, actually more indie books now are being sold, not just published, because it pretty happened pretty quickly. Indie books were published all the time, but they weren't actually making that great of sales. And I believe that switched. I think that I think it finally reverted to the indie market. I, I could be wrong on that stat. I could be conflating it with something else. But it's weird in the podcasting world. If you look at the charts, there's a lot of independently produced shows. Don't, don't get me wrong. But a lot of those independently produced shows have some backing behind them. Now that's today. Let's go to the future. Let's go to the future, five, ten years, whatever the number is, out. I think there's definitely a case to be made for someone who has a... If you are an independent producer and you have a really compelling idea for a show, I think that in the future, and that future may be now, it might be a good idea for you to pitch your idea to a place with financial backing. Now, you need to know about the trade-offs of that. Once you get that financial backing from someone, you are going to give up a modicum of control, with a little or a lot. Same thing for the startup world. As soon as you take investor money, you give up something, usually a piece of your company, and quite often some control of your company. Are you willing to do that as an independent producer? To get additional resources, are you willing to give up 
certain amount of content, certain amount of control, not content, make different content. Maybe you could be. We're starting to see a lot of shows that get pitched and then picked up in odd places. Something just fell. Um, a lot of the, well, I shouldn't say a lot, but Stitcher, company that made a big splash about four or five years ago in the market, and they are what they are today, is now picking up and windowing content. With windowing, we should talk about that more in a future episode when I can go directly into that one. They basically limit the availability of the content just to that network for a certain amount of time before it goes live. Different than exclusive. Exclusive means only get it here, right? So Orange is the New Black only on Netflix, right? That'll happen too, by the way. And when those sorts of things happen and when there are more of that exclusive, those exclusive content distribution deals that are made, when there are more windowing deals that are made, that's when it might be more interesting to have your idea for a show be a part of that. Because you're not going to get a windowing deal or an exclusive deal on a podcast you're already creating. It can happen, but it probably won't happen. That's likely for brand new content, something new you're bringing to the table. And in order to make the new thing happen, you need the backing and the support. I think backing and support is fine. In fact, I think in many cases it's a necessity because some of this stuff is really hard work and it might eventually lead to higher quality content. So what should you do? Pitch it or launch it? Think about it when you're creating your content. See which option may sound right to you. If you need help making these sorts of decisions, I launch podcasts. I make shows for firms that lead to business objectives. That's what I do. Podcastlaunch.pro for more information. Email me, evo at podcastlaunch.pro. I'll be back tomorrow with another podcast pontification. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, Access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, 
abortion.cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, plancpills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.